0: Good morning, good morning, good morning, everybody. This is Reverend Essie with Mike Romana from New Birth Ministries, and I'm hoping that this radio show today on Sunday, February 4th, 2018, is finding you in good health, wealth, abundance, prosperity, peace, love, joy. Amen, amen. And I am happy to be on one more Sunday. We woke up this morning. Amen. That's the first blessing, okay? It's actually the second blessing. The first blessing is the fact that God had his angels keep us safe while we were sleeping. Amen? And, and, we, and the second blessing is we woke up this morning, our eyes opened up, and we're breathing. And I hope that this finds you happy today. Blessing the Lord, praising the Lord, because you know God loves to be praised. He loves it whenever we praise him. He loves it when we speak uh, positively to him, when we sing. Whatever you do, play your instrument. Whatever you do, write poems. Whatever you're doing, make sure the Bible says that you do it as unto the Lord. Amen, amen. Hallelujah. So today we are going to be talking about some very sad people, the Sadducees. I'm sure you've heard of the Pharisees in the Sadducees. Amen. Amen. Sadducees or sad, you see. (laughs) Amen. But we will get to that right after this. Amen. Amen. At the cross, at the cross, where I first saw the light, Hallelujah. I dedicate that song today to my son, Jared Scott. When he was a little boy, he used to love to hear that song when we were in church. I don't know why that was his favorite song. His favorite song, he would bob and dance when he heard that song in church. God bless him. And I'm opening up with prayer. Heavenly Father, Abba, Father, we love you. We're lifting up our families to you. We're lifting up everyone that we love to you. Covering them with the blood of Yeshua HaMashiach, Jesus the Christ. We know that we are going to get victory in everything that ever happens to us, Father. I ask that you give the strength to everyone listening and the power to, to know that they have the power to win every single thing that comes up against them in life that buffets them, just like the enemy buffeted the Apostle Paul. And he got victory. You said, Your grace is sufficient for us. And, Father God, I ask that you uh, open up the eyes of each person listening, open up their hearts, give them more of you. Let the Holy Spirit take over. We cancel out the flesh, and we want more spirit in our lives. That is our protection. That is our wisdom and understanding, Father God. Hallelujah. For each and every prayer request we receive, we give them to you, Father God. We thank you for taking them. You said even in your word that you even have our tears in a bottle. Every single tear, no tear, goes unsaved by you. And for that, we thank you. Lord God, use me as I deliver this word to you, to your people today, from you. Use me, Holy Spirit, Ruhakadesh, in Jesus' holy name. Amen and amen, let God's people say amen, hallelujah, you're covered by the blood, what can wash away our sin, nothing but the blood of Jesus, amen. I'm going to start, turn your swords to Matthew chapter 22, okay, 22, and I'll be reading from, it's all good, amen, (laughs) amen. No matter what verses you choose, it's all good. I'll be reading from uh, verses um, 15 to 30, and it goes like this. Then went the Pharisees and took counsel how they might entangle him in his talk. Talking about Jesus here, okay? And they sent out unto him their disciples with the Herodians, saying, Master, we know that thou art true and teachest the way of God in truth. Neither carest thou for any man, for thou regardest not the person of men. Tell us, therefore, what thinkest thou? Is it lawful to give tribute unto Caesar or not? But Jesus perceived, if you remember me uh, preaching on that, I spoke on that last week, Jesus perceived their wickedness and said, why tempt ye me, ye hypocrites? Show me the tribute money. And they brought unto him a penny. And he said unto them, whose is this image and superscription? They said unto him, Caesar's. And then he said said unto them, Render therefore unto Caesar the things which are Caesar's, and unto God the things that are God's. When they had heard these words, they marveled and left him and went their way. The same day, okay, first we have the Pharisees, all right? Now here comes the sad folks. The same day came to him the Sadducees, which say that there is no resurrection, this is what they believed in. And they asked him, saying, Master, Moses said, if a man die, having no children, his brother shall marry his wife and raise up seed unto his brother. Now there were with us seven brethren, and the first, when he had married a wife, deceased, and having no issue, left the wife unto his brother. Likewise, the second also, and the third and to the seventh. And last of all, the woman died also see these people are womanizers, okay uh, having a woman to marry seven men, which was an odd question to ask him. therefore, in the resurrection, whose wife shall be of the seven for they all had her now notice the first people uh questioned him these uh, Sadducees the Pharisees questioned him, the Sadducees are questioning him, okay all kind of questions, amen. All right. Jesus answered and said unto them, ye do err, not knowing the scriptures, nor the power of God. For in the resurrection, they neither marry nor are given in marriage, but they are as the angels of God in heaven. What do we have here? Bless God. Thank you, Lord, for the reading of your word. We thank you for your word, period. Amen. Your word is beautiful. Your word is life to us. Hallelujah. What do we have here? We have two sets of people. The Pharisees asking questions, okay? And then the Sadducees asking questions. Uh, The Pharisees um, and the Sadducees always seemed to show up everywhere Jesus went. Jesus went around doing good. They always show up. Do you know anybody like that? Every time you do something good, they show up, and they always have crazy questions or something. They like like a stumbling block. They become a stumbling block to you or your ministry or something. And They're always questioning something that you do, and this is what they were doing to Jesus all throughout the Bible. everywhere uh, I was a New Testament. Everywhere Jesus went, they were there. They just went. did. You ever see people that they're peeking on you, peeking in on you, uh, spying? And, and they just want to make sure you don't do anything too good that they don't know about. That's the Sadducees. <laughs> amen? What I'm about to speak on may be a little hard topic, but it's biblical. So forgive me if it gets a little rough, okay? Amen, amen. Let's, let's, let's start with what. What are Sadducees, okay? If you have a Thompson Chain reference, it's uh, 3172. Okay, for those Thompson Chain reference Bible uh, uh, scholars, people. Okay, 3172. Okay, Sadducees are a materialistic party among the Jews that denied the resurrection, the existence of angels and spirits. And if you notice the last verse, 30, Jesus said that whenever you're when, uh, in a resurrection, you're neither married nor given a marriage, but you become like angels of God in heaven. Okay, these people didn't believe in angels. They're, they're see right there, antichrist. My lord, that's the antichrist spirit going against what he said, what he believes in. Already, Anytime time you go against what Jesus says, what Jesus believes in, you have an antichrist spirit. Amen. They also rejected the tradition of the elders. They're known for that. They rejected the tradition of the elders. They always wanted to do their own thing. Just do it. Amen. Just do it. Let's do it this way. Well, we don't like that way. Let's do it our way. Let's start something new. The New Agers. <laughs> Amen. The New Agers. Um, they disrespected tradition. You know, there's a, there's a scripture in the Bible that says don't get rid of the old landmarks. What's happening today, even in, in, in our world today, what you can see they're getting rid of old landmarks. They're tearing things down, changing buildings, you know, and, and, and that's not godly. That's not the way the Lord would have it. Even, uh, uh, even uh, they, they put stones, Israel put stones up. They built altars and put stones up to, to recognize blessed places. Amen. So, you know, you don't get rid of the old landmarks. You don't go against tradition unless the tradition is wrong, okay? Are we doing this today? We have people, Christians, quote, unquote, uh, wealthy, holding powerful positions, okay? It's okay to be wealthy. God doesn't want you to, to, you know, to want. The Lord is your shepherd. You shall not want. God, Jehovah Jireh is your provider, and if you're wanting, there's something you're doing wrong, Okay, uh, he is a provider. He says he takes care of the birds and in the, in the, in the lilies of the field. How much more are you going to take care of a human being? Amen. So these people are wealthy, holding powerful positions, aristocrats. It gives them. They, they, it gives them their their position and their wealth and their power. It gives them. Um, they, they feel like they can control other people. That's that Jezebel spirit. They always feel like they can control somebody. And, and there's people in your life, that, is there anybody, have you ever felt like there's somebody in your life that just always wants to control what you do? And, and God forbid that you should do something that they don't know about. Amen? That's that spirit. That's that Sadducee, Jezebel spirit, the spirit of control. Their upper and social economic echelon in Judaism. Okay, in other words, they have that greater than thou spirit. Fulfilled, they, they fulfilled social, religious, and political roles. Okay, and some people say they're related to Pharisees and Essenes. They were all related somewhat, as you can see. Uh, uh, just the Pharisees, uh, the uh, the difference between the two is that uh, the Sadducees didn't believe in a resurrection, as you see in verse 28. Therefore, in a resurrection, okay, okay so one did, one didn't. Amen. All right. They maintained the temple. These are the people that maintained the temple. They performed, okay, listen to this, okay? They, they performed sacrifices, okay, the primary form of worship back then, okay? These people who were constantly questioning Jesus Okay, they they worked in the temple for God. They they the temple, uh, maintained the temple and everything for God, but they're questioning God's son, another antichrist spirit. Amen. These people were the worship leaders. All right. So therefore, be careful of some worship leaders. If they're not worshiping and leading the people in true heavenly worship through Jesus Christ and the Holy Spirit of God, they're doing it on their own power. You ever see some people, you know, that say, well, do you know what I went through? Do you know what I sacrificed to get here? I, 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 me, me, me. No, God, God's allegedly, God's supposed to put you there. So why are you telling other people, do you know what I went through to get here? Amen. After the destruction of the temple in 70 CE, they only appear in a few references in the Talmud. Rome destroyed the temple, and the Sadducees as well. Okay, so, you know, see, the sellouts got destroyed after all. All this um, play acting that they did okay, and they were greater than thou, better than all the other Jews, better than everybody else, they got destroyed after all. Rome destroyed them anyhow. The people they were working for destroyed them We'll cover that in a second. Okay, it's never good to sell out for position. Oh, my Lord. It will turn around and bite you, okay? This is what I call false favoritism. You may – look, the devil's a deceiver, and there's people out there to sell their soul for positions. They leave their first love for high positions just for the sake of saying, look at me, I'm high. You're not as high as I am. Don't you wish you was here? That's falseism, and it's going to turn around and bite them one day. Now, the Sadducees were also in politically. They represented the state domestically and internationally. Uh, The Sanhedrin, I'm sure you've heard of the Sanhedrin, okay, they held seats in the council, okay, the Sanhedrin, they were high and mighty, they were better than everybody because they were in the council, they held high seats, they always wanted to be seen and respected by other people, they collected taxes, They they were in charge of money avenues, amen? And they and they they equipped and led the army as well. You see the different positions they were in. They regulated re- no this. They regulated relations with Rome, and agreed with the Romans just to keep peace. See, it's a false favoritism. They were in with the Romans, blended in, grafted in with the Romans. Just to keep the peace. Can you imagine the things, the uh, the thoughts and the foundation of God, the, the different um, uh, teachings and, and and God's ways? Can you imagine the things that they that they dropped just to get along with the Romans? Turned their back on their first love. Now, what I'm about to say, and, and I'm not trying to sound. Um, uh, horrible here, you know, but these are the people, there were tattletales, okay, they went against what they were supposed to be doing, they went against their their, their, uh, worship and praise with the Lord, and was actually telling Rome things, you know, God only knows, should we use that term, what they were helping Rome with, what they were telling to the Romans who ended up um, killing them and tearing down the temple. So what good did it do? Now, today we have different uh, uh, people, different uh, avenues here of of speaking. Some people call it tattletales. They were tattletales. And I'm sure you heard of the word narcs. They were narcs, okay? You know, a narc is is someone who pretends to to blend in with you, but then they go back and tell somebody else what you're doing, Uh, uh, Judas, okay? And even in the African-American, not to offend anyone, but I'm sure a lot of you have heard this before, but even in the African-American community, we have two words that we've been using for years. You might have heard someone say Uncle Tom, okay, if if you would go that way, they were so-called like Uncle Toms, or as you've heard before, in slavery times, they called people like this House Negroes. I'm just being frank here. Okay, what happens is the house Negroes thought that they were so much better than the field Negroes because the field Negroes were out in the field getting dirty, picking cotton and doing Lord knows what else, and the house Negroes were in the house, okay, bathing and cooking and washing and singing songs, and they thought they were better, but they were getting treated the same way. They just didn't have to go outside in the element, see? And this is what this is like here, Okay? And they still got destroyed. There was no favoritism there. Not, the one, not as much as they thought they had. Okay, these people also mediated domestic grievances. Believe that. Isn't that something? They were even over domestic, like court, domestic grievances when someone didn't get along, husband and wife. Okay, they were even over that. Okay, they rejected the oral law and saw the written Torah as the only source of divine authority. They, just, they went by the Torah straight, strictly through the Torah, and nothing else was of God to them. They believed in the BC word, but not the AD word. They believed there's no afterlife. These people were actually dead in belief. They believed there's no afterlife. The soul is not immortal. There's no penalties after death, so they just lived, amen, and believed what they wanted to believe, cardied like it's 1999, amen, amen. They used their own rules. They used unholiness to enforce their power. They made masters pay. If the servants damaged anything. Now, that right there within itself is wrong. You make the masters pay if the servant damages anything. Well, what if the servant is damaging something on purpose to get back at the master? The master is never going to stop paying. Does that make sense? False witnesses, they believe that false witnesses should be executed. There's no grace there, there's no love, there's no judgment. Just kill them. Amen. And they rejected angelic beliefs, and we know the Bible even says an angel came and ministered to Jesus. They rejected, not watches. The angels are, are, are guiding them and guarding them, but they're rejecting their guidance. You're rejecting something. These people were actually rejecting something that God sent them to help them. How many people do we know in our life? How many times have you ever tried to help somebody? I'm in a business right now, and we are literally helping families, helping people, pulling them up and helping. Them. And you ought to see the people that reject what we have for them. And we have what we have as a free gift. And this is what happens and people they say, Well Lord, why aren't you helping me? Please send help. And they don't realize God sent help and they rejected them. Amen. You heard the story about the man that got in the flood? God sent a boat, he rejected the boat. You know, God sent God, no, God sent an ambulance. He rejected the ambulance. God sent a boat, he rejected the boat, flood got higher, man had to stand up on his roof. And God sent a helicopter, and the mayor rejected the helicopter, and he said, God, when are you going to help me? And God said, I tried to help you three times. You rejected it. Man, man <laughs> you know. So, and this is what happens to people. They're super self-sufficient to the point of denying God's involvement in anything. So, actually, these people here rejected the law of reciprocity, which you can read in Mark 12, 18 to 27. These people are rejecting the law of reciprocity, Luke 6.38, let's say, when you plant out and seed the gross, give, and it'll be given back to you, okay? They were self-sufficient people, amen? They, didn't, they denied God, his involvement in anything that they did. It was all them. They were unconcerned with Jesus until he drew attention somewhere. And as I said earlier, you know people like that? People don't pay. You ever have somebody not pay attention to you? And they don't call you. They don't message you. They don't text you. They don't write you. Nothing until it looks like you've done something great, or you 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 went somewhere, did something, or got recognized or honored for something. And here they come, questioning, just like they did Jesus. Amen. Just like what? Like, write this down. Matthew twenty-two fifteen and Mark twelve thirteen are the same. And it will show you where everywhere Jesus went, these people tried to catch him in his words. Have you ever run into somebody that tries to catch you in your words? They're trying to make you, they're trying to cause you to make a mistake. Did you ever answer a question for somebody? You answered the question, and you think it's over, and you go about your life, and they come up with another question. They just keep questioning, a questioning, and questioning, a questioning. That's a Jezebel spirit. That's an evil spirit. That is a spirit of control. They are trying to dwindle you down, okay, by questioning you in your words. So beware of that. Amen? People, you know, there's so many people that are so worldly, they go by psychology. Well, ask a lot of questions. I'm sure I've, I've heard it before. I'm sure you probably heard it too. Ask a lot of questions. Make sure you ask a lot of questions, and that'll, that'll get them. That'll, that'll put them in a corner. <laughs> that that's 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 not good, that's a spirit of control, okay, and as soon as you do something well, here they come running, trying to trip you up amen do you, uh, you know this is this is not good God sees this Pharisees and Sadducees only came together. If you notice you read your Bible study your Bible, you will see the the only time they came together and put away their differences during um was during the trial of Jesus Christ just like your enemies do you your enemies have a common denominator you your enemies can hate each other but when it somebody brings up the topic of you and all of a sudden, they get along, when they're having coffee and tea together, donut, McDonald's, ribs, potato salad. Or oh, they get together, they have a party when it comes. Oh, you don't like Susie? I don't like her either. Oh, we need to get together sometime, child. I got some things to tell you. <laughs> I got some things to tell you about Susie. And they can't stand each other but mention your name, and all of a sudden, they get along. Amen. Enemies only agree when it comes to your hurt. Remember that. That's for somebody out there. Amen. I'm sure you've seen it before. And they both earned rebuke from Jesus. Looking in the Bible, you read your Bible, you'll see it all throughout the New Testament. When Jesus was here, he rebuked everything they said and did. Notice where it said, what, was it verse 18? It says Jesus perceived their wickedness, perceived. He, 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 he knew where they were coming from. He perceived them. He had excellent perception. This is what God wants you to have, excellent perception. Amen? And the only way you can have excellent perception like that is through Jesus Christ. Amen. He knows what people are going to say before they say it. He knows what they really mean when they say it. Amen? Amen. The best lesson to learn here, and I end, is not to be like the Sadducees because they are so sad. You see? Amen. Don't be sad. Be glad. Be happy with the joy of the Holy Ghost. Are you saved? Do you have Jesus Christ in your life? That's the best way to be happy. If you haven't accepted Jesus Christ as your Savior, just simply say this Jesus, forgive me of my sin. I love you. Be my Savior. Be my God. Be my leader. Be my guide. Thank you for what you did on a cross for me. I love you, Lord. Amen. And if you just say that, go find a Bible-believing, tongue-talking church and learn of him. It is never too late to learn of Jesus Christ. Amen. Welcome to the family of God. This is Reverend Essie from New Birth Ministries. Look me up on Facebook. Amen. Or you can write me at Rev. S. Scott at gmail.com. And if you have any questions, I'll answer you back. God bless you. Reverend F. signing off. God bless you. May the Lord bless you. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for coming, and amen.